Hey everyone, Dan Lavai here and welcome to the NewNet Podcast, a podcast where we talk to interesting people doing interesting things in and around PNG. Now, in PNG, there are services that are sadly just not provided or severely lacking in the country. And one such area that our guest for today has been fighting for is female health and hygiene. So please make welcome Anne Shirley of QueenPads. Hi everyone. Oh gosh, Anne Shirley, it's so nice to have you here today. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. As uh, I think as NewNet, we have a sort of like working relationship with you as well. And we've also helped out or accompanied you on some of the runs. Of yes. The uh, what's it called? The, the sessions that yeah. you've done. And I've always had the opinion that uh, whenever you're talking to some of the ladies and the young girls that you uh, are speaking to, I've always thought that what you're saying is such an important like piece of information. And it should be uh, well recorded and distributed for everyone else to hear yeah. because uh, the kinds of things you talk about isn't necessarily something that a lot of people know about or understand or fully comprehend, especially uh, young girls and yep. when they're growing up and everything. But uh, for our listeners and viewers who don't know who you are, could you just uh, introduce yourself and tell uh, them a bit about yourself as well? Hi again. Um, so my name as mentioned is Anne Shirley Karave and I am the founder of Queen Pads. I'm so, so happy to be on this journey with the rest of my team um, trying to combat or address the issue around period poverty and um, you know we've just started quite recently um, but it's been it's been a wonderful journey so far and um, having you know a lot of support that's coming on um, to really getting or tackling this issue um, is, is driving us and pushing us to doing more and so yeah it's it's quite um, an interesting journey that we're on the stage and how many years have you have you guys been operating yeah, we've started off, um, QueenPed started off informally um, in 2018 and have progressed through um, today. Uh, so I'd, I'd say it's around four years, mm. um, but three years formally. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Now, uh, earlier you just mentioned the term uh, period poverty, and uh, that's not a very commonly used or commonly known term. Uh, is it possible for you to just explain what that means? Yeah, sure. Um, really briefly, with period poverty, um, it, it relates more to um, limited or poor access of menstrual products um, and at the same time um, facilities, proper facilities to manage oneself or menstruating individual um, to manage um, their selves during the special days. So it relates to the lack or the, the lack of access to generally menstrual products. Now, uh, I did want to also ask, uh, what made you want to start up Queen Pads in the first place? Was there something, uh, was there a specific event that occurred in your life that made you want to start this up? Yeah, um, it, 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 it's, um, it's a personal um, story. That, that prompted me into getting started uh, with um, Queen Pads. And that, that was back in 2018 when um, I started to experience a challenge of not affording mm -hmm. um, sanitary pads. And it was a personal challenge and uh, I needed to move around. I needed to go do what I have to do every day. Um, but that was a challenge because at the time I left formal employment and 
finance was really a challenge for me and uh, that particular need was there that I, I didn't really really do much about at that time I was thinking how can I help myself how can I continue to move around doing what I need to do to survive basically and um, I would ask friends closer to me or my mom um, for pads and stuff so that I had to then strike a conversation with a friend who happens to be a seamstress at that mm -hmm. time and so I just randomly asked her um, you know are you able to do something for me and she she says what is it and I said you know you talk about sewing bags and all this so are you able to sew me pads and then you know that's where it all started she responded positively and yeah brought a few samples I was so excited I started to use them and um, the thought started to um, come stronger like okay so I'm, I'm unemployed and I'm challenged um, I'm challenged of or not having access to mm. or affording products and now that I have something that's reusable how, how are other unemployed individuals mm. menstruating individuals um, coping you know or school girls like they're in school maybe the parents aren't working or they are but you know they're not being paid much or um, what about the woman back home, you know, in the village? And so that thought kept coming and I was like, you know, I need to really look into this. And that's where the journey started for Queen Pads. Um, we began to produce, you know, um, more samples and started distributing mm -hmm. and yeah, I think that's the story. Oh, <laughs> Now, you mentioned that you made it with the help of your friend who was a That's seamstress. Right. And I'm curious, uh, what are the pads made of? Yeah, so, you know, initially, like, I trusted her with whatever um, fabric she was going to use. She understood, um, I believe she understood, she knew already, you know, when I made a mention, she already knew what, um, what type of specific fabrics she was going to use. And... Um, yeah, she went ahead to use at the time I think two specific um, fabric mm -hmm. two there were two fabrics so one was the absorption and the other one was just the topper mm -hmm. so it's just um, like the pad that's yeah um, the topper and the cover I guess yeah um, and so we we started to refine that um, you know as I started using it, I also asked her to use, and you know, we started reaching out to close friends and um, started um, getting feedbacks, and then we refined, we started to refine. So at this stage now, um, our products is, it, this is probably like the seventh or the eighth <laughs> sample, wow. well, version, now that we've, we've settled for um, the pads, um, the fabrics that we're using, um, our pads are made up of four different fabrics and most of the, the three main um, core fabrics are used for the insets. Mm -hmm. So we've got the leakage proof, we've got the absorption and we've got the filter fabric and then um, 
the the fourth one is though the cover the the, the the wings we call it the wings um yeah so no chemicals mm -hmm. it's all cloth um but specific cloth uh, that we use um, we source our materials both locally and um overseas wow yeah. And it's all reusable. And it is reusable. At this stage, our lovely queen pads are reusable for up to five years, um, depending on how well the user takes care of it. Yeah. So um, the pads that are currently distributed always have user guides mm -hmm. attached to um, the, the product. And so it's, it gives information to the users on how to use, how the pads how to wash them what to do and what not to do oh wow yeah i have to say it, uh, it actually looks very nice like i like the design and yeah. the, the interior has a nice uh, pattern as well yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd i'd um i'd say you know huge thanks to the team behind it um you know although we have like ideas and stuff but the people that actually um give life to these ideas um behind our machines right now in um, at our site um, so yeah they've done a really good job just trying to make sure that you know it's user friendly and it's comfortable to use oh wow now uh, and Shirley I, uh, I understand you're also a very busy lady and for the past four years the journey of Queen Pads has been quite hectic and busy and you've been uh, around PNG and I wanted to ask uh, a bit of a serious question uh, but uh, how often did you find it in your travels where there were communities that uh, just didn't have access to these kinds of materials where the ladies didn't have uh, these kinds of pads available? And like you said, uh, when you were, well, the re whole reason why Queen Pads started out was because you didn't have the funds to, you know, buy your own. And when you, yeah. uh, were there instances where you came across communities where the ladies just did not have either the money or just the availability of these kinds of pads? Yes, there's quite a number of um, individuals that have attended our sessions uh, that have shared their challenge, uh, their silent need. Um, many didn't get to really open up, but the, the reaction after they've received the pads um, did tell us that yes, that was something that they need. Um, so because it's a silent need and because of our culture, um, you know, this is not discussed openly. Mm. And so there is, there is a challenge or there is need um, in accessing sanitary products, basically, like generally um, menstruating or sanitary products. And especially um, when, we, when we're going out to um, schools that's outside of mm. town, right? Um, or communities, they do express um, the, they, they, they begin to open up, you know, and they express maybe one or two or three in the group um, speak for the rest and they, they share the challenge of, um, especially not being able to access mm. sanitary products because they live further away from the town. Um, and there are communities where we did not get to reach physically, but our products have gone there. Um, and there is definitely, especially out in the rural communities, um, it's, it's quite sad because they, 
they can't, they have no way of accessing or affording because they're quite far away from town um, and they tend to use other available materials mm. where they can um, just to manage themselves. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge. We're slowly identifying as, mm. we, as we go, you know. So, so far, like the further away from town, there's definitely challenge. But I'm not saying that within um, urban areas, there's no challenge. Mm. There is, especially for those who are unemployed, um, those who, who are earning low income, um, where they they prioritize, you know, their pay for food and other ne necessities um, or needs, whereas they put this um, behind, mm -hmm. and you know, but they still get to somehow manage um, themselves every month. But there's definitely a challenge and a need, um, you know, challenge to access sanitary products, whether it's disposable or reusable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I have to ask, uh, when you started obviously, uh, you were living in an urban area, you were like focused on uh, sort of getting yourself sorted out and then you were thinking, oh, maybe I could help out other ladies as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, did you think it would be this big thing where, where like from the beginning, did you think that there were people in the outer urban, out of the urban centers that also needed the access to pads like these as well? I, I had no idea. Like, honestly, I had no idea. I, I thought I was just addressing my personal um, need. Um, but then as we started to reach out and we started to, um, people started to know what we're doing, they started reaching out as well, um, individually expressing the need for themselves and as, as, um, for their own communities or the schools. Um, and yeah, I really didn't think, I. I didn't even think that there was, this was something until um, we started going out and the, you know, the, the need has been silent all mm. this time. And so it's, it's understandable, you know, with our cultures and all this, we can't really talk openly about menstruation. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not exactly something that uh, is openly discussed, especially, uh, maybe I guess, in schools. I mean, as a male, like mm. this isn't something I was told about uh like i was never sat down and be like oh hey the the ladies in your life and girls in your life yeah. they go through this thing it happens once a month i don't think I, I was told about these things and i think over time i sort of had to learn yeah. by myself about all these things mm. and i think that's just been my experience as a male and have you come across uh, the men as well in the in the communities you've been out to have they uh are there were there instances of like this is something that they had just never considered or they never thought it was like something that was a silent need like how you described yeah. you know we are for we, we try to break barriers and one of the one of the um, barriers is trying to get or involve the the male folks mm. in this conversation and it's it's never easy it's never easy um, but I guess uh, for and shout out to um, the Brian Bell group uh, being the first organization that reached out to us and they wanted both the male and female employees mm. to be um, part of this conversation. I think that broke the eyes for us as well um, to, to getting men um, involved, not entirely like and not 100%, but um, at least just being a part of our conversation or 
if it's on social media, mm. um, you know, they get to react or, you know, just some kind of reaction on social media from the male folks also, um, also gives us hope that, yes, there are men out there that are willing to um, be a part of this conversation to understand. So, but, you know, it's, it's quite a challenge at this stage um, to, to getting out there and um, getting men involved. And it's, you know, I think the message for us, because from our, some of our sessions that we have, the male folks are part of the conversation, mm -hmm. so they get to attend. Um, and it's just open, you know, if they want to, you know, they are more than welcome to. Um, we don't force them to attend. Um, and so for, there are some organizations that have had both male and female, apart from Brian Bell um, group. And there, um, there were some schools that we attended where they had both the boys and the girls, mm. school boys and girls. And ooh, it, was, um, it was quite a challenge, but you know, it was a good, good um, opportunity for us to also um, inform the boys that you know you're a boy in school and you think you may think that it's not important but it is important because you will be growing mm. and you will be meeting a girlfriend or meeting you will have a girlfriend or you eventually will have a wife and then a daughter mm. and while you're in class in school you have classmates female classmates right and also if you join any organization in future you will have female colleagues and so it's just very important to to understand not not so much detail but just understanding what menstruation is the cycle and the needs of the females mm. when it comes to their special days so then you yourself as you grow up to be a father or a husband or a partner you already understand and so you can support and you can respect or you will respect um, the female loved ones in your life. So I think having that sort of um, conversation from the beginning gives them um, or allows them to sit in for the rest of the session and they mm -hmm. appreciate it at the end. Um, yeah, so I think one highlight, if I may, um, if I may share one highlight was um, in Manus province where all the schools that we attended they made sure the school administration made sure that um, their male students also attended the session ah. and so we had a very open general um, session it was a very informal um, this um, conversation i should say and there was a particular school especially at Papitalized secondary where um, the boys you know after realizing we emphasize on why it's important for them to be there. And there were a few boys, school boys, that really sh shared, um, or they really, I'd say they, they felt connected and they really appreciated. Mm. And they had to think of their moms back mm. home because most of their moms live on the island. And so while we were distributing our pads, they also wanted to, and they said, we want to get at least one for our mom if that's okay and so like for me that was like a huge breaking barrier right there and the fact that they they understand that it's important and the needs they understand the needs mm -hmm. of you know menstruating individuals generally um, so that was one of the highlights um, for us and but you know the conversations are happening and um, we recently had the menstrual health 
day um, open event mm-hmm. um, on the 27th of um, May. And we did have a, a panel conversation where one of our panelists was a male um, um, individual that represented the male folks in having that conversation with the rest of the female panelists. And, you know, um, it was really good, you know. Um, and a lot of participants were male. Mm. So I think, you know, eventually we will start breaking down these barriers and a lot of um, male folks will get involved in time. Yeah. Oh, awesome. What are the possible future plans for Queen Pad? Is there anything you could, uh, you want to announce or anything that's uh, coming up the way? Uh, well, you know, I, I really don't know what the future holds for Queen Pads at this stage. Um, but, you know, in, in the next six months, I guess, or five months, we're already in June, um, just very short term, like we're just planning on reaching out to as many schools as possible mm-hmm. um, in, in other parts of the country. Um, so we've got, um, we've got Medang and Kokopo and Buka that's currently on our, um, our list of places to visit. Um, for this year um, in in partnership with a CPL group foundation mm-hmm. and supported by Sabrian Bell Foundation. And um, so we're just planning to extend our reach um, priority to having um, such conversations like uh, menstrual health and hygiene, but just initially breaking the barriers and the silence on the topic itself and getting individuals, both male and female, to understand why it's important for them to learn about these things, um, and then eventually get into the actual details of you know, the cycle and good hygiene, menstrual health and hygiene practices, um, and the risk attached mm-hmm. to poor um, hygiene practices. Um, yeah, so at this stage, that's what we, um, we're planning to, and also, I guess, with our products, we, we want to um, increase our um, production capacity and just get it out to as many, um, I guess, rural communities and schools as possible mm-hmm. um, and just give, you know, um, recognize the women menstruating individuals as queens and also recognizing the real men who are supporting the female loved ones as real men and um, just trying to make it just normalizing, mm. you know, normalizing menstrual conversation and um, yeah, so every menstruating individuals can feel comfortable and free from, you know, um, stigma or discrimination. They're free to move around and just manage themselves um, in a more um, dignified and, I guess, um, a more hygiene, um, you know, way. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I think that's that's that. You know, other than that, you, there are other other little projects that's coming up um, in terms of our, our, our products. So there's, you know, we're looking at introducing introducing other products, mm-hmm. um, but you know, at this stage, I don't have any um, details to share. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, nice. Uh, also, uh, where can uh, people either contact you or the Queen Pads team, and also where can they find uh, the pads themselves. Yeah, so for those who are interested to get a few or one for yourself, especially those menstruating individuals, you can access them um, at selected city pharmacy shops 
in, um, nationwide. So in Port Moresby, um, you can have access um, at the city, um, Vision City, City Pharmacy, Rainbow Stop and Shop City Pharmacy, um, the Waigani um, City Pharmacy Showroom that's in the Steamships compound. Um, Waigani Central um, City Pharmacy and Harbour City Stop and Shop City Pharmacy. That's in Port Moresby. Um, those out in, in other centers, you can have access to in Mount Hagen at the um, Tininga Central City Pharmacy, um, in Goroka, um, in Medang at the Medang Plaza City Pharmacy, in Ley, that's it, at the City Pharmacy Top Town, um, and Kokopo and Buka. I think those city pharmacy shops are currently um, distributing our products and they come in single and double packs. So if you had head in there, um, the team there would be very much um, happy to assist. Um, yeah, and you know, if, if you wanna purchase in bulk, you can always reach out to us. Um, you know, if you're a follower of our social media pages on you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you can always send a message to us um, or you can email us um, on our main email address that's info at queenpads.net info that's info at queenpads.net um, yeah I think that's way, where and how you can access our products and yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're friends with me on social media, you can always send me a message as well so I can direct you to the right person too. Um, yeah, so that's it. All right, awesome. Well, thank you and Shirley so much for your time. This is definitely uh, a conversation that needs to be more yeah. happening and more people need to know yeah. about this. And I'm happy that this whole Queen Pets journey is uh, yeah. uh, gaining a lot of steam and a lot more people are hearing more and more about the needs of women and mental hygiene and mental health so and yeah thank you for your time i understand you're very busy today so thank you for making time for the Nina podcast no problem no problem this is really good this is really good because um you know there are a lot of followers that follow this um what what you guys are doing here it's really good like um to getting the message out there so i'm pretty sure like there's some female listeners there um our message to you all is that you're a queen you're special, and your special days matter. We care about your special days. And to the male listeners, you're a real man. Thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you for being part of this um, conversation. You're a real man again. Um, and what? thank you. If you're already supporting your female loved ones, like really, really good, thank you. Keep that up. Um, but please do support and respect your female loved ones and understand their needs and just be there for them. Yeah, so thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you for being here today. And that is it for the NewNet Podcast. Thank you very much for listening and watching. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you in the next one.